Hey there, my name is Patrick Wiscombe. Before we begin the show, the state of Utah requires me to disclose that I'm a licensed real estate agent with Equity Real Estate. With that out of the way, let's go. Broadcasting from the Wiscombe Radio Studios, it's the What A Week Radio what a week Show radio with show. Patrick Wiscombe. Presented by SellUsAnyHouse.com. Hit us up, 888-9-ANY-HOUSE. 888-926-9468. And check out the podcast at pwshow.biz. And now, 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 Patrick Wiscombe. Don't make me hurl. Wiscombe. Hey, I bought a new toothbrush this week, Kevin. <laughs> oh, a new toothbrush? I did. I bought a new toothbrush. Now, I don't want to make that sound like it's the, uh, it, you know. It, a, it, that shouldn't be that big of a deal. No, that's <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I bought an electric toothbrush. The Sonic okay. Care 9900. We're not being paid for this. Okay. Best toothbrush I've ever had. I will never go back to a manual toothbrush as long as I live. So how often do you change your toothbrush? You and I haven't haven't prepped for this at all. No, so no, I'm hitting you cold on this one. About four months ago, I got an extra toothbrush as well. I think the same one or, or a similar one, Sonicare. Yeah. I don't know the, the brand, but whatever, Sonicare. And uh, it's life changing. I feel so much better. People out there, if you don't have an electric toothbrush, run to Costco or wherever you get your toothbrush and buy one now. Shame. It's, it's life changing. Life changing. Yeah, it really is. My teeth yeah. have never looked better. Yeah. Are we really having this conversation? We are. We are, we are having <laughs> Let's start this the show. <laughs> uh, just by the way, Patrick, your smile is just that much prettier. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Hey, as uh, we're coming on the air right now, Fox News. Ivana Trump just died. Wow. Whoa. Not Ivanka. Like, not the daughter. Not Ivanka, but the... This the, is the, uh, Ivana. The mom of, of Ivanka, the, the uh, pre- President Trump's ex-wife? Yeah. Yep, I think they got divorced in 92. When I was in New York City between 89 to 91, a lot of drama, a lot of tabloid. She just died. She was young. Just, yeah, 73. I'm way too young, wow. I don't know if she fell, but they found her at the bottom of some stairs. We've been documenting the Elon Musk Twitter saga. Yeah. I don't know if documenting is, that's a little Will- strong. We've been following <laughs> Twitter announced that it is going to sue Elon Musk and force him to buy Twitter for $44 billion. You can't force someone to do that. You can't force them. No, but you said you would. You said, you said, you said no, 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 no tradebacks. Yeah. Contracts. <laughs> it's called contracts. That's going to be funny to watch in court. So if they do go to court, you know that Elon Musk's team is going to go after them about the bots. Prove it. Oh, yeah. Prove it. Oh, yeah. Prove it. Starbucks says that they're uh, going to close 16 locations due to worker and customer safety issues. Six locations in L.A. By the way, have you been to L.A. lately? Yeah, back in um, in June, uh, mid-June, we went. Uh... We went downtown Los Angeles. It was about a year ago right now. Mm-hmm. Downtown L.A., a dump. What has happened to downtown L.A.? I could yeah. not believe the amount of trash and just crap all over the city. It was unbelievable. Mm. Six locations in Seattle, two in Portland, one in Philadelphia. I think this was one of the coolest stories of the week. Lake Mead is drying up. That's not, you know, that's, that's not, not that's, that's not, not a cool, cool story. <laughs> okay. That's not the cool part of the story, but Lake Mead is drying up, but they're finding bodies, more bodies. Like, like people who have been, you know, taken from Vegas and, and taken a long walk off, off a short pier type thing. Yeah. And uh, with uh, cement shoes. Yeah. Yeah. They're finding more human remains. More human oh, ref- remains were found over the weekend. But one of the cool things was a sunken World War II vessel has appeared. 
it was 185 feet down. So think about that. It was yeah. 185 feet up. Mm-hmm. Somehow it sunk. It was a World War II vessel. Here's my theory. If it's a World War II vessel, that means that military was probably having military drills, testing stuff, and somehow it sunk. But this is one of those boats where there's two, there's two guns on the rear. There's the driver. And you know the classic military footage as they storm Utah Beach. It was one of those boats where all of the but, soldiers but, 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 but are in the front. The, they drop yeah. the front at supplies, jeeps, mm-hmm. soldiers. They drop the front. They storm the beach. It was yeah. one of those boats. So my oh, wow. theory is that they were actually training in Lake Mead, but one of them sunk, and it's uh-huh. just 185 feet down. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. Now for the real sad part of the story, 185 feet down, but the lake is 150 feet away from what they call Deadpool status. Think of it this way. You have a straw in a drink and immerse the straw in liquid to Mm -hmm. draw the liquid out. Okay, yeah. The water's so low or 150 feet away from Deadpool status that it won't be able to draw water out of Lake Mead. You know, that's kind of nerve-wracking. Not the movie. No. <laughs> not the Marvel character. No, have you uh, ever I seen mean, Deadpool the movie? I did. I haven't seen the second one. I, I loved the first one. I'm, it was extremely offensive, but I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully it won't get to Deadpool status. Yeah. It seems like the last few weeks we've been talking about Top Gun Maverick. It makes us sound like we're obsessed with this movie. We're not. A it it is a good movie. Mo- well, okay. Yeah, yeah, a little okay. Bit. Maybe a little. Yeah. Dead, uh, t- Deadpool. Deadpool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Top Gun Maverick passed 600 million at the domestic box office. So here in the U.S. Wow. And uh, $1.2 billion globally. And you know what movie it actually passed? I never thought that I would ever see this. Jack. Jack. Come back. (laughs) Paint me like one of your French models, Jack. (laughs) I do like Titanic. Not like Top Gun. But uh, it's one of those shows where you know how it's going to end, and you still just end up watching it. James Cameron did a pretty good job on that one. So it passed Titanic. Yeah, it did. So when wow. did Titanic come out? Wasn't it, I want to say it was like 97. Seven, eight, somewhere in there. But yeah. Sticking with the movie theme here. Okay. Oh. Gotta love Indy. Indiana Jones. Guess how old Harrison Ford is. He's got to be pretty old because he was... Probably, what, 30 when he made this back in 83 Yeah, so 82. No, it was 81. The original Indiana, yeah, it was 81. So I was 11. I remember going to see that as a kid. That rolling boulder, iconic, as it chases Indy out the door. So many, so many iconic, iconic scenes from that movie. My favorite movies. Harrison Ford, he's been in a lot of movies. But uh, I would have to say that Indiana Jones, all of the Indiana Jones, but Mm -hmm. Indiana Jones 4, (laughs) Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, Steven Spielberg's, please just stay away from the aliens. Please, just (laughs) no more. Uh, The Fugitive, Star Wars, of course, clear and present danger. Indiana Jones 5 is in post-production now. It's supposed to come out in 2023, yeah. 
this this may be the most iconic um, theme song. Yeah, I agree. Of any movies, so of why, any you know genre of movies. So why are we playing this? You ask. But it's James Bond, right? Yeah, you can never go wrong with James Bond. No, nope. James Bond composer. His name is Monty Norman. He died at ninety four. We have him to thank for composing that particular piece of audio. Feel like going to Spain here real quick? See. Si. All right. That's Spanish for yes. <laughs> for those of you who don't si. hablar the Espanol out there. <laughs> There's the running with the bulls every July. First of all, nobody is running with the bulls. All right? The bulls don't turn into jogging partners. <laughs> People are voluntarily being chased by bulls because they have mental problems. <laughs> There's always a couple Americans that run with the bulls, you know, and they interview them the next day in the hospital. Uh, I was here on vacation. I heard about this running with the bulls, and I haven't worked out in 20 years. I got gored right away. I don't know how you'd even train to run with the bulls. I had my cat chase me for a week. <laughs> Felt like I was ready after that. Jim Gaffigan, one of my favorite comedians. That guy is absolutely terrific. Did you know that it's actually a week-long festival? Oh, I didn't know that. I thought okay. it was a one-day thing. It was during the fifth run. But they do multiple runs? Multiple runs. Oh, I didn't know that. So far, there are three gorings. Oh. That's not a word that is pleasant. The no. goring. No. To be no. gored. Not good. And then uh, one man was gored by a bull while running in the street, clearly. And uh, the other two were gored inside the bull ring at the end of the run. So that's where they end the run. They basically run just under a thousand yards, so 10 football fields. Then they enter the arena, and then the bull is killed by a, uh, a matador, an American man who has been identified with initials MT. That's it. That's all we get. Was one of the <laughs> festival's goring victims. Local officials reportedly said that this gentleman whose initials are MT, he's from Sunshine, Florida. You know what his prognosis is? Fair to partly cloudy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So let's go bedside. We've actually got MT on the phone here. Hey, uh, how are you feeling after being gored by the bull? I'm dying. (laughs) That was a brief interview. I'm dying. Hold on. Let's see. Is he still there? I'm dying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. We got to take a break. When we come back, Kevin, man, have we got some good stories for listeners this week. Have you ever considered how many F-bombs it takes to trigger an R rating? Uh, I I haven't. I'm I'm sure there's a bunch of people sitting in a room and determining it right it's not as complicated as you think but okay. the process is shrouded in secrecy we'll, okay uh, we'll give you the details and uh, we'll take you to albany new york and an anchor suspended after appearing disheveled she did it looks like she woke up on the street and uh, she was Ooh. slurring on the air we'll play the entire audio with what a week with patrick wiscom kevin elsey continues right here. Thanks for listening. 
You're listening to the What A Week Radio Show with Patrick Wiscombe. I like to think of myself as a good fan. Presented by SellUsAnyHouse.com, America's best house buyer. Call the show now, 888-9-ANY-HOUSE. That's 888-926-9468. And check out the podcast on pwshow.biz. We'll be right back after these messages. My name is Patrick Wiscombe. I'm a licensed real estate agent with Equity Real Estate, and I buy houses for a living. I've purchased and sold over 550 houses in the past five years. There are certain kinds of problems that keep homeowners up at night. What you may not know is there's always a solution to these types of problems. If you just need to sell your house, call me. I'll buy it. If you've tried to sell your house and were unsuccessful, I'll just buy it. If you've already moved out of your house and still need to sell, I'll buy your house. If you're behind on your payments, I'll buy your house. I'll even catch up your payments so your credit doesn't get destroyed. If you're behind on your property taxes or have IRS or state tax liens, even HOA liens, I'll still buy your house. Maybe you have a family member who has passed away and you've inherited their property. Call me. I'll buy it. Let's say you just bought a house but need to move quickly and your property is worth less than what you owe. I'll buy your house. Maybe you just need to sell quickly. Call me for that too. I'll buy it. What I'm trying to say is that these problems can be solved. And the only way to solve them is to call or text me right now. My number is 888-9-ANY-HOUSE. 888-926-9468. Don't lose any more sleep worrying about these issues. My number again is 888-926-9468. 888-926-9468. One more time. 888-926-9468. Let's get back to the show. Hi, my name is Todd Carlson. I'm the guy with the deep voice that makes Patrick sound great when going to and returning from every commercial break. Every week as I'm sitting in my studio ready to listen to Patrick's show, I ask myself a simple question. Would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. You're listening to the What A Week Radio Show with Patrick Wiscombe. Presented by SellUsAnyHouse.com. America's best house buyer. Call us now. 888-9-ANY-HOUSE. 888-926-9468. And check out the podcast at pwshow.biz. Here's Patrick. Alongside Kevin Elzey, my name is Patrick Wiscombe. Thank you for listening to the What A Week radio show. We sincerely appreciate you carving out time each and every week to be part of the show. Coming up this segment of the show, we're going to be talking about how many F-bombs trigger an R rating. I've always wondered why it's all over the place when it comes to ratings. It seems mm-hmm. like what's a guaranteed R is now just a you know PG yep. or PG-13. It feels like the standards have moved in our lifetime. We'll uncover the mysteries of how they come up with the ratings. In fact, in the article, they talk about an obscure panel. <laughs> so we'll, we'll get to that here in just a second. But I really want to start off this segment talking about an Albany news anchor. We don't have the video since this is an, we're on the radio, it's on a podcast. You're not going to see the video. 
But at some point, you're going to go, something's going horribly awry here. (laughs) So this CBS anchor was suspended after appearing in disarray and slurring words on the air. So this happened over the weekend. Her name was Heather Kovar. More than 15 million people across the country southeast are under warnings for excessive heat. And boy, don't you know that? 105 degrees in Texas today. I just spoke with my mother. That's what she's dealing with. It's a major heat wave. And it is, it's it's just heading everywhere. We're so lucky. It's only 80 degrees here. We are really lucky here in the capital region. I mean, let me tell you about that. These areas are reaching such areas. I mean, it's Houston, Austin, San Antonio. I mean, they're not expected. It has happened. Like, you don't need us telling you that it's bad. It's like, like people are being told to, like, stay inside, drink a lot of water. And we are just lucky. This weekend right here is so amazing. Uh, uh, meteorologist Craig Adams is right here with you. Why did I say that? Of course, clearly, like here, we're taking a live look over uh, downtown Albany. And, and of course, just like me, meteorologist Craig Gold is working a double shift. And so um, <laughs> he's in. And we've been, we've been tracking this. And, you know, we've been talking about just like what it's been like across the country and the different reasons that why it's so hot in other areas. And we're having really nice weather here. So let's get over to uh, Craig Gold. Hey, yep. Craig. All right, good evening, Heather. And yeah, the weather has been quite nice here across the Northeast. She said three different names. I know. I'm looking at her picture here. If you look what, what she what she uses as her pro has her profile picture and what she looks like on, on TV, yeah. they look like she's had a rough, rough, rough day. She is just hammered. It was in the report. She goes, Well, this is what happens when you work a double shift. I think she's been doing more than working a double shift. There was a couple doubles in there, but not double shifts. <laughs> <laughs> How many weather guys are over there? Hey, Craig? <laughs> Killed Craig, me, uh, Craig, uh, Craig, Craig Goldie, Gary. <laughs> Have you ever had any plastic surgery? <laughs> no, but I probably need it. But no, I have <laughs> not had plastic surgery. <laughs> oh, wait. No, 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 no. That's not true. You actually told me about some plastic surgery last week. My ear holes are too large. It's hideous. My ear holes are so large. <laughs> I need plastic surgery for to for my to, uh, recreate my ear holes because they're so hideously large. <laughs> Hold on, my ear holes are too large. It's hideous. My ear holes are so large. <laughs> oh, stop I, body shaming me, Patrick. I know. Uh, speak, <laughs> speaking of body shaming, I don't know if you saw this story. This uh, person, a Versace model, who spent almost six hundred thousand dollars on surgeries to turn herself. I'm not sure why I went turn herself. Turned herself into Kim Kardashian, kind of a lookalike. Her name is Jennifer Pamplona, and she does look like Kim Kardashian. She had more than 40 cosmetic procedures over the course of uh, 12 years. So this started back in 2010 in a bid to look like Kim Kardashian. And now she says she's not happy. She goes, I I, I don't like this. And now she's spending $120,000 more to uh, return into where she was, where she started. I will say this about the Kardashians, whether you like them or not, I will say that they are ambitious. This clip right here is about a Florida woman. She found an iguana in her toilet. This is not audio (laughs) about the story, but it kind of gets the point across. He looks friendly. I think he might be someone's pet. No, Bernadette, don't be a hero. Yes, it's very sweet. Now, slowly and carefully, flush him down the toilet. 
<laughs> now, when you say iguana, that's not a euphemism for another type of. Excuse me, I've got to go drop an iguana. <laughs> Can you say that? On, on, I've never. Is that, is that appropriate for say? Probably not. I have Sorry, never guys. heard going to the bathroom described as I've got to take an iguana. I've got to drop an iguana. <laughs> you're you're, you're going to start. <laughs> Oh my word! <laughs> it makes more sense with with the the instructions. Okay, now just flush down the iguana. <laughs> I, just, I got that clip from The Big Bang Theory. So Sheldon, the character in the movie, he's afraid of birds. So ornithophobia. It's a real thing. Yes, I very much know about that. Oh, you do. I I suffer from that same thing. Really? I it is my number one fear. Yeah, I can tell you stories of little little. Boy Scouts making mocking me because of my fear of birds. I yeah. will not mock you on that one. You yeah, know, might say something about the ear holes. So, what's your worst bird then? I oh, didn't know it, I was going to walk into this. Any birds, especially that are inside, like a home or a, or an enclosed area, like so, even like parakeets the, um, in a cage. Yeah, or, so or like, can they be uh, caged? They can be if, if they're caged. We're, we're good, but it's it's yeah, it's bad. Like I was in Chicago last week and. All of the pigeons just flying all around. It was it was rough for me. <laughs> this audio is courtesy of WSVN in Florida. So here here's the story about the iguana in the toilet. I came down last night homeowner. at ten thirty to make my little treat as I normally do, and I put it in the microwave and skipped on over to the bathroom and opened the door and did a quick turnaround because <laughs> I saw this thing in there and quickly shut the door. I just ran in with this pick stick that I have. It's a little clamp. I was able to grab it and pull it right out. Man, can you imagine that? Mm. You got a drop in iguana? <laughs> oh, my word. That was the guy that fished it out of the toilet. They had video of the whole thing, but uh, I've seen spiders in the toilet. I've seen other wildlife, but I've never sure. seen an iguana in the toilet. That's next level. This is something that has always bothered me. Who decides the ratings for movies? So the headline is, how many F-bombs trigger an R rating? There's a group called CARA Classifications and Ratings Administration, and it's an independent division of the Motion Picture Association that assigns film ratings. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay. So the team at Kara is responsible for screening around 700 films a year. That's a lot of, that's a lot that's of, a lot of, I wonder how fat they are. A lot, a lot of, of popcorn, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of popcorn, a lot of milk duds, <laughs> a lot of junior oh. mints. <laughs> Some rules determine how many F-bombs can be used before a film must be classified as R-rated. So here we go. One of the group's rules says the F-bomb can be used as an expletive just once in a film and can receive the rated PG-13 rating. So just once. Used more than once as an expletive, it gets kicked up to an R. So one in a PG-13, you're good. You can use yeah. it. There's even conditions on that. Warner Brothers, the Batman, which we talked about last week. I liked it more than I thought I would, yes. Has a lot of profane dialogue, including the use of the S word, the yep. B word and an a-hole were bumping up against where acceptable on the radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's more exceptions. 
usually when the word is just repeated in a short time or used as part of an emotional scene. So in Top Gun, Maverick, how uh, Tom mm-hmm. Cruise is going to go save Goose's son. I can't think of his name yep. all of a sudden. Yep. But with any movie, more than three F-bombs likely couldn't remain PG-13. And if the word is used to signify sex, the film automatically gets an R rating. So an emotional outburst of the F word, you're good. That would be consistent with Top Gun Maverick. Most members serve on this particular board, the CARA board, for around seven years or until their youngest child reaches the age of 21. The panel screens three films a day, watching each movie from start to finish, including the credits. Raiders are watching for sex, nudity, and language, which are consistently among parents' top concerns. CARA rules can evolve, which they have clearly over the years. I find that fascinating that it's, they have parents who are watching these movies and they're watching them hopefully through the light, through the lens of a parent saying, do I really want my, my teenager or, or young child watching this movie? And, and, and at what age would I allow this, my child to watch this? That's really kind of cool that they've, they're, they're parents and they serve a, a seven year period and then they, then they're out. And then they're out. After the, after the, after the child is, is no longer a, a child. As with the F bomb, movies are now allotted a single use of the word, Mother F-bomb. Okay. With a PG-13 rating, so once. That's all you get. Although it was once considered a sexual word, a member of the board said the term is now more commonly used as an expletive and therefore does not automatically trigger an R rating. If especially coarse words are used in a sexually charged way, the movie gets slapped with an R rating. The S-word can appear in a PG film, but only in a limited amount. They don't say what that amount is. Repeated use of the word of the B word is acceptable in PG-13. So you can say the B word all you want. PG-13, so you're good. Limited amount of S and one F. Yes. Showing the side of a woman's breast or a person's rear end can be considered PG or PG-13 if the appearance is brief and not associated with a sex act. Mm. Have you ever seen The Lost City? Uh, is that, that the one with... Uh, with um, Bullock and uh, Channing yeah, Tatum? Yeah, Bullock and, and... Yeah, that was fun. Okay. Yeah. So Channing Tatum, they show him from behind during one of the scenes. The film maintained yeah. a PG-13 rating because the nudity was for comedic effect. If it's funny nudity, then it's acceptable. Yes. Okay. I remember when PG-13 came out. Yes. I was probably 12 or 13 when it came out. And yeah. if I remember correctly, the first PG-13 movie was Red Dawn. Yeah, correctly. about the Russians, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I may be wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure that was the first PG-13 movie. So if you've ever wanted to know, those are the loose guidelines. If parents have ever wondered, why is there nudity? And who are these people that are making the determination between it being PG-13 and R? That's really fascinating. It's a female by the name of Kelly McMahon, and she says it's a secretive panel of raiders that is charged with dishing out the movie industry's five all-important designations, G, PG, PG PG-13R, and NC-17. That's it. Wow. All right, we got to take a break here, Kevin. Wow. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about Tesla employees. That There have been layoffs at Tesla, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to tell you where most of them have landed. There was a very interesting story about the five-second rule. So you drop food on the floor. What's an acceptable amount of time that you can take it off the ground? We're going to answer that. We're going to go in-depth. These are the things that people want to know. And, uh, of course, are you a fan of Jaws? 
Love Jaws. Love Jaws. One of the classic, you know, we're going to need a bigger boat. We're going to need a bigger podcast. We're need a bigger boat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about one of the actors that started the movie that actually becomes the police chief of the same town. That, plus a whole bunch more when What a Week with Patrick Wiscombe and Kevin Elsey continues. Thank you for listening. We'll be right back. He's purchased and sold almost $204 million in real estate in the past five years. You're listening to the What a Week radio show with Patrick Wiscombe, presented by SellUsAnyHouse.com. America's best house buyer. Call us now, 888-9-ANY-HOUSE, 888-926-9468. We'll be right back. My name is Patrick Wiscombe. I'm a licensed real estate agent with Equity Real Estate. If you're behind on your house payments right now and you're headed to foreclosure, I can help. Plus, I'll get you caught up on your payments. Call me at 888-926-9468. 888-926-9468. Hi, my name is Todd Carlson. I've known Patrick since 2005. You've been warned. Back to the What A Week Radio Show with Patrick Wiscombe, presented by ZealousAnyHouse.com, America's best house buyer. Call us now, 888-9-ANY-HOUSE, 888-926-9468, and check out the podcast at pwshow.biz. Here's Patrick Wiscombe. Well, that's it. We're officially out of things to talk about. You know, I just can't rave enough about my new electric toothbrush. <laughs> we opened the show that way. <laughs> Man, my teeth feel. And like, what have I been brushing with? It's like that that first week after you come home from the dentist, you're like, everything feels so smooth. And I, I can feel great. gaps in my teeth again. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about the five-second rule. Time and money was spent on this, Kevin. About the five-second rule, we're going to detail how long food can stay on the floor, or can it? Mm. Uh, I don't know. We're going to go to Martha's Vineyard. A child actor who starred in Jaws has become the police chief where the movie was filmed. And then uh, a New Jersey man. Guy uh, was doing a home renovation, and he found something. We'll tell you what that is coming up here in just a minute. But uh, as we're coming back, we've got some quick hit headlines of the 457 Tesla employees laid off. 158 of them have landed at Rivian, the electric truck company. Oh, okay. So 56 have landed at Rivian, 51 at Apple, 51 at Amazon. All right. Heather Ray, El Musa. Remember we were talking about uh, Mm -hmm. the flipping El Musas? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Well, anyway, she's pregnant. And uh, she's, she's expecting a baby with, of course, Tark El Musa. Yeah. And she says it's been challenging to keep her pregnancy a secret. Gee, really? <laughs> you're kind of growing here. And, and besides that, you're advertising it for everyone to participate. This story I find weird and fascinating all at the same time. We were already talking about Kim Kardashian or the girl that is spending $600,000 to become like her and then paying $120,000 to go back to who she was before. So the backstory, Khloe Kardashian, Tristan Thompson, they were married. He's the basketball player. He used to play for the Cavaliers with LeBron and all that. Yeah. So they're having a second child together. She can't stand him because of all the cheating that he does as an NBA player. So they're going to have a second child via surrogate. That's why I find it fascinating and 
weird all at the same time. <laughs> Netflix, they're launching an ad-supported platform. Netflix has named Microsoft as its partner for ad-supported service. Netflix is expected to lose 2 million subscribers during their second quarter call. I mean, they're, they're flat out signaling, we're hemorrhaging people. We just need to get the bad news out. We, so, and we need to make money. So we're going we're gonna to have an a ad-supported service. So you watch TV, but with ads? Yeah. Or watch much. movies with ads through them? Yep. Okay. Have you ever been on a cruise? I have not. I have not either, but apparently there's Cruise Line Awards. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so the Mega Ship Award went to Celebrity Cruises. Now, these are these yeah. gigantic boats that are like 10 football fields long. I'm exaggerating. Yeah. And about yeah, yeah, 10 yeah, yeah. stories tall. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Celebrity Cruises gets the Mega Ship Award. The best large ship, so not Mega Ship, but large ship, goes to Disney Cruise Line. The best yeah. midsize cruise goes to Viking the best intimate ship, Quasar Expeditions, and the best river cruise. I'd go on a river cruise. Viking gets the uh, best river cruise award. Nice. To me, this story is the perfect description of anyone who's about 25 and younger. Yeah. The sign said no access, but a 23-year-old Maryland man lost his phone while taking a selfie on top of Mount Vesuvius in Italy. Then Mm -hmm. tried to retrieve it and was injured, fell 50 feet, and stopped himself before dropping 1,000 feet into the crater. It's an active volcano. Technically, it's an active (laughs) volcano. Have you ever dropped your phone in places that was like, oh, no, I've got to go get my phone, and you're questioning it? That's this guy. In an active volcano, he dropped it, and he went and got it. It's all about taking the picture and documenting the moment. Have you noticed that, that everything <clears> has to be photographed? Everything. Well, if, it, if, it's, if it's not photographed, it didn't happen. Yeah. So I don't believe I used it. to wrestle alligators. I don't believe you. Show me a picture of otherwise it didn't I, happen. The, the older I get, the, the more interesting I was. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you found this story about the five-second rule. Okay, so you drop food on the floor. Have you ever picked it up? All the time, yeah, I do well, too. It depends on on the value of the food. If it's if it's really good food, that I that I like, like if it's just like yeah, whatever, I, I don't need that. But the better the food it is, that the more leeway I give it. Rutgers University did a study that looked at what type of food is a five second rule really a thing. And obviously, everybody who talks about the five second rule knows that it's not a thing. That that bacteria can jump onto your food quicker than five seconds. What they did is they went and looked at the types of bacteria and what, under what conditions the bacteria can be transferred. And it is less than a second the bacteria can transfer. And they found out that the wetter the food – so they, they were like doing – you know they, they, they did studies on watermelons and candy and, and gummy bears and things like that. But the wetter it was, the quicker it picked it up and, and, the, and the surface. So, so it didn't pick up the bacteria as quickly on like carpet as it did on tile. So there you go. The five-second rule is not scientifically accurate. It's more like less than a second rule. If it hits the floor, you're kind of hosed. Yeah. (laughs) Just don't even pick it up. Nope. (laughs) We've been talking a lot about movies today. This is such a classic movie. Ah. We're going to need a bigger boat. (laughs) That shark is huge. He's going to eat us. By the way, I used to think that Jaws was so scary. And then I went to Universal Studios and mm-hmm. saw where they filmed it. And there's a tra- there's an actual ride 
for people <laughs> who haven't been to Universal Studios. And, and then Jaws comes out of the water as you're mm-hmm. on the tram. And I yeah. remember looking at that shark going, how in the world was that scary? Mm-hmm. But then you have to remember that it wasn't filmed in HD. Yeah, true. You look at some of those old clips, like when Jaws is on TV now, you see the mechanical your robot Jaws going, nah, 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 when yeah, he's yeah. on the, when the, like, that's not scary. The brilliance of Jaws is it, it didn't, it didn't show the fish. It didn't show the, the shark. It showed pieces of the shark and, and had the, the anticipation of it that not showing the monster is made is even makes it even more scary. It was a brilliant show for its time. So, so Jaws was, was filmed in 1975. Right. And a small role in it, if I remember correctly, there's a, a couple kids and, and they're at the beach and they've got a, a fake fin and they're, they're kind of swimming underneath the water and, and as a prank. Right. Right. That actor, his name was Jonathan Searle. He has just been named as the police chief in the town where it was filmed. <laughs> uh, it was filmed in Oaks Bluff on Martha's Vineyard, which is an island in Massachusetts, where most of the Jaws was filmed. And he has just been named the police chief which I find ironic and fascinating. Yeah, and and so, wasn't, so congratulations. Wasn't Jonathan. there a police chief that was actually involved in the show? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. His, the famous police chief quote is I can do anything. I'm the police chief. <laughs> and so now <laughs> Mr. Searle, Jonathan Searle is now the police chief. So congratulations, Jonathan. This is just iconic. I mean, it really is an iconic yeah. soundtrack. Oh yeah. 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 So a guy finds a thousand bucks. The backstory I thought was actually more interesting than the uh, the thousand dollar find. So New mm-hmm. Jersey man finds buried cash dated to 1934 while he was renovating his house. That's it. Guy's name is Rich Gilson. Said that he was working away. He spotted two little round things, maybe two inches across and three and a half inches long. I thought they were weeds. He said. Okay. Yeah. It rained the next day, and when uh, Gilson resumed excavation work, he could see the two objects more clearly and realize they were tightly wound wads of ten and twenty dollar bills totaling about a thousand bucks. Gilson said the money had been buried under the porch, his porch, in an area that would have been only accessible by a crawl space. So clearly, it was someone was hiding money. He says he has no plans to spend the cash, but uh, it's just a good story. The interesting part of the the story is he said, my sense is that something fishy happened and somehow somebody got new bills, rolled them up like that, put them in a jar. Someone was hiding it, not just under their bed or in a wall for safekeeping. Gilson said he hoped to uncover more about where the money came from, from his neighbors. He said that he was told that the property may have been home to a brothel at one point. Okay. Speaking of brothels. Elon Musk, he's a fascinating person. At least I think he is. Elon Musk's dad, he's 76. He has confirmed that he had a secret second child with his stepdaughter. Okay? He, okay, so he had a child with his oh, stepdaughter. Wow. I've never heard this. His dad's name is Errol. He had a secret love child with their stepdaughter. Mm. And you know what he said? The only thing we're here on earth is to reproduce. Dude, come on. Elon's dad admitted Jana's pregnancy was unplanned and told the publication, New York Post, that they are no longer living together, citing their 41-year age gap. 
Final segment of the show coming up. Man, this hour has gone by so, so quickly. So we're going to talk about Apple and Johnny Ive. This is the mandatory Apple segment of the show. We've got some quick hit headlines. We've got the Emmy nominations. What's one of your favorite TV shows? Oh, Ted Lasso. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Love me to Ted Lasso. All right. So we'll talk about Apple TV and their Emmy Award nominations. And uh, did you ever watch the show Criminal Minds? I haven't seen it, but I, I know of it. Yes. A reboot of the show is forthcoming. And uh, we're also going to talk about... Please let it be the Mad Pooper. Oh, we've got the Mad Pooper story. We'll Mad talk Pooper. about that next when What A Week continues. A radio show doing its best to entertain and is falling short of that goal. What is with this thing? Ow! The What A Week radio show is presented by SellUsAnyHouse.com. America's best house buyer. Call us, 888-9-ANY-HOUSE, 888-926-9468. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. My name is Patrick Wiscombe. I'm a licensed real estate agent with Equity Real Estate. If you have liens on your house by the IRS, the state, your county, or have court order judgments against you, I can help you by buying your house. Call me at 888-926-9468. 888-926-9468. Now, now, back to the What A Week Radio Show with Patrick Wiscombe. Sort of like Costco. I'm big, I'm not fancy, and I dare you to not like me. Presented by SellUsAnyHouse.com, America's best house buyer. Hit us up, 888-9-ANY-HOUSE, 888-926-9468. And check out the podcast at pwshow.biz. Here's Patrick Wiscombe. What's up, Buttercup? All right, last segment, which means that this or that, the game show sweeping the uh, universe now that the James Webb telescope is out. Yes. <laughs> By the way, have you seen some of the images of the James Webb telescope? You were, you were telling me about them. Holy cow. Okay, so such clarity, such brightness. So this would be the equivalent. Anyone who listens to this show that is not, um, I don't know, what, 40 40 and younger may not understand mm-hmm. what I'm going to say here, but they will understand this. So a standard definition TV, the SD in standard yep. definition is what the Hubble telescope was. And it's being upgraded basically from standard definition to high definition, really high definition. The photos coming out of James Webb telescope are absolutely phenomenal. I mean, you're wow. literally watching the heavens being created. It would be like having glaucoma and then all of a sudden not having glaucoma and you can see everything. You can see the edges of everything. It's kind of like when you get a pair of glasses and you start mm-hmm. reading all the signs as you're going down the like, road. I didn't know that said that. It's one, of the, <laughs> it's one of those things. Yeah. This or that coming up here in just a second. I saw this story. Now, you and I used to live in New York City. You lived on the mm-hmm. west side up by Columbia University. Mm-hmm. I did. Yep. And uh, I lived at 83rd in Amsterdam, so a little bit further south than you. But uh, odor complaints in New York City have reached an all-time high. A guy named Justin Colon. Every morning I smell like a <laughs> rancid smell. I bet it's cologne, actually. What's his name? Uh, Justin. And he's talking about bad smell. smells in New York City? His yeah. His name is Justin Colon. Okay. Just well, you know sure. what? There's no accent over the O, so it makes me wonder if it is Justin Colon. If it is. 
If it's or okay, I bet it's cologne though. But I'm like, well, of course it smells with a name like colon. <laughs> do you remember Howard Cosell? I do remember Howard Cosell. Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. His New York estate hit the market for two point two million dollars. Oh wow! Speaking of rancid smell and Justin Colon, <laughs> let's talk about the Mad Pooper. It, it's funny that you talk about the rancid smell because my wife just came back from New York yesterday, uh, last night. She she was in New York for a few days for work, and Lisa. she had met she Lisa, and she had she was talking about how crazy you can go from smelling five different smells within five seconds. You yeah. know, bakery, and then rancid Feces. smells, and then marijuana, and then and just, pizza. You know, and pizza, it's just like within within five seconds. So yes, there, there's a. Uh, a it's funny that, that you, you mentioned that. So yes, speaking of 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 of, uh, of rancid smells, there's there's a story that I found fascinating about a woman that is being they, she's been identified only as the name Shirley uh, in Colorado Springs. They've given her the moniker of being the Mad Pooper. So I I, I kind of teased you a, a couple segments ago that we would be talking about people who drop iguanas. So uh, apparently this this woman who she's a runner, but when she needs to relieve, relieve herself, yes, she does it in people's lawns, no. and 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 then she yeah she'll leave leave the 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 fresh iguana in someone's lawn, and then run off, and she will do it in front of kids in front of people and she will just you know drop her pants and and leave it there and apparently through a spokesperson oh boy she's come out and and the the, the authorities are trying to catch her for for indecency and and it is against the law to poop in someone's lawn just so you know <laughs> um but uh unless you're a dog which, unless you're a dog oh and word. even then even then you got to pick it up yeah apparently her quote-unquote spokesperson came out and said she says it's just like breastfeeding no, it's um, not. It's not. But she says she has her actions are protected under the First Amendment. Therefore, the government cannot control when and where she relieves herself. Then compared it to, to breastfeeding in public. And um, the criminal defense attorney Jeremy Lowe he disagreed <laughs> with her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, yes. So he says defecating in someone's yard is definitely not protected under the First Amendment, and it is actually a crime. So that she would be facing indecent exposure charges which also could land her on the sex offender registry. Yeah, okay, that so, makes sense to me. Yeah. A few quick headlines. Johnny Ive and Apple have agreed to stop working together. Now, Johnny Ive is, is the designer for Apple. All of the iconic products, the iPhone, the iPad, the iPod, he designed all of those things. And he left Apple in 2019, and his company called Love From, signed a multi-year contract valued at more than $100 million when he left. That's one part of the story that you never hear. So why did he leave? Well, there was $100 million reasons why. Anyway, they did not re-up the contract. So he's out. Apple TV Plus has received 52 Emmy Award nominations across 13 shows Their show, Severance, had 14 nominations. I didn't see if Ted Lasso had any. Apple TV Plus and HBO Max have had the highest growth rate in the U.S. A reboot of the show, Criminal Minds, will be appearing on Paramount. So it's not going to be on CBS. They were on the air for, man, it was was quite a a bit. Uh, Ten episodes have been ordered. Now, one of my favorite shows, I want to know if you know what this audio is. Okay, this is this is probably my favorite TV show as well. This Hands show, down, 
probably my favorite TV show. Best show ever made. I've watched it twice. The entire series start to finish? The entire series start to finish twice. Oh, my goodness. So good. So good. So, so good. Breaking Bad, Brian Cranston, one of my mm-hmm. favorite actors. Phenomenal actor. That so show came out in 2007. It is still going strong. The entire series was streamed on AMC over the weekend. Uh-huh. Because of Better Call Saul, Jimmy McGill. Bob Odenkirk is so good. Better Call Saul. So he's the attorney, Jimmy McGill. And uh, I never understood why they call him Saul Goodman. And then it came out. Do you know? Yes. 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 Saul Goodman. Saul Goodman. Oh, so good. Anyway, so Better Call Saul, they're in the final season right now. Uh And the first six or seven episodes with Nacho, man, they're really starting to wrap some things up right now. Holy cow. No spoilers here. Phenomenal. So Better Call Saul is is a a prequel to to Breaking Bad. That is correct. Yeah. In this particular season, it's showing how Bob Oden's character, Better Call Saul, Saul Goodman, is transitioning from a good guy attorney to a criminal's criminal attorney. Yeah. The way that they're doing it is just phenomenal. So Bob Odenkirk received an Emmy nomination for Outstanding Lead Actor in a Drama Series. And then Ray Seahorn, Kim Wexler is her character's name. She was nominated for Outstanding Supporting Actress in Better Call Saul. If they don't win, I don't know who is out acting these guys. It is that good. You know how it's going to end, and you still have to watch. It's just <laughs> so. Congratulations to Bob Odenkirk and Ray Seahorn. Time for this or that for listeners who have never listened to the show. Explain the rules of this or that to uh, listeners. So please. here are the rules. I've got a list of of items, and I'll I'll ask Patrick this or that, and it'll be two usually opposing items. And he has to choose which one he would either prefer or do or whatever, right? Now, I will give him points on if he answers it correctly. There is no real correct answer other than my own personal opinion, <laughs> which is right. Yeah. So I will, I will give Patrick points. We're going to get going. So I am going to ask you, Corvette or Mustang? Ooh, both. Uh, let's see. Got to choose. Corvette. Yeah, good. 10 yeah. points. Corvette. Good. 10, 10 points. Ruffles or Lays? I like them both, but uh, I like the thinness of Lays more. Okay. So that's minus five points. Oh. The correct answer was Ruffles. The, the crunchiness and to be able to use it as, as a dip. So oh, okay. That you're, you're right. I have to agree with you. Not because I know that I'm falling behind already. <laughs> But there is something about the stiffness of ruffles. Of course, I didn't know you were going to dip it. If you would have said, which chip do you dip? I would have gone ruffles. No. Okay. All right. All right. I'll, I'll give you half of the points back. So you now have seven and a half points. Man, I take this seriously. I'm not going to lose again, man. Ebook or paperback book? Ebook. All the time. Okay. Yeah. When was the last time you actually read, it, read a hard paper book? 1973. Yeah. I haven't read a book that is print for five years, maybe. Audible is my friend. So you're, you're now at seven and a half points. Okay. <laughs> uh, steak or chicken? I'm going to go chicken. I do love you filet mignon, but uh, chicken is more of a, a daily meat for me. Or not a daily meat, but it's... No, I'm going to go steak. All right. Now you chose the correct answer. Oh, oh, oh you okay, now, good. You, now are, you are now back to 10 points. <laughs> okay. Next question. 
black licorice or red licorice? Red. I cannot oh. stand black okay. licorice. You got 10,000 points for, for, for correcting that. <gasps> yeah. 10,010 points. All right. Okay. Big Mac or quarter pounder with cheese? Quarter pounder with cheese. Yeah. Again, another 10 points. You have 10,020 points. Yeah. I, I don't dislike Big Macs. No. I, I just don't like them. Yeah. All right. Yeah, QPC. Okay. Wafer cone or sugar cone? Well, this is we're, we're doing a lot of food today. I don't know why, but I'm, obviously I'm hungry. <laughs> Wafer cone or, or sugar cone? I do like sugar yeah. cones. Yeah. Yep. Good call. That's mm-hmm. an, you are, that's another 10 points. You have 10,030 points. Okay. Okay. Wrapped present or gift bag? Gift bag. Tell me why. Wrapped present, there's too much cleanup <laughs> involved. Yeah. And I usually end up being on cleanup detail. So uh, uh, so it's just take everything out. Oh, hey, it's a beautiful present. Oh, I love it. Okay. All right. Get rid of it. Yeah. Just fold it back up. And being the one who has to wrap the present. Yes. Gift bag. Gift bag all the way. So you got an extra 10 points. So we're now at 10,040 points. Okay. Okay. NASCAR or Formula One? Ooh, NASCAR. One point. So you have 10,041 points. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ancient Greece or ancient Rome? I don't know enough about Greece, so I'll go Rome on that one. I, I find okay. the ruins of Rome fascinating. Okay. All right. Again, push. Okay. Um, Rocky one or Rocky two? Rocky three. I don't remember Rocky two at all, so I have to go Rocky one. Oh, uh, see, this is where you lost. You lost ten points. Um, so you're now ten thousand and forty, thirty-one points because okay. Rocky two is where he wins. He actually wins because he he loses in Rocky one. I forgot. Rocky about two that. is where he actually wins. So you got to watch the one where he actually wins. Other than Rocky three, I don't think I've seen original Rocky or Rocky two. Truthfully. Really? Yeah, I don't think I have. Shame. And you told me last week you didn't watch Godfather 1 or Godfather 2. No, no, I still haven't seen it. Okay, James, all right. James Conn dead at 82. James Conn. Okay, but Rocky 4 obviously is the best Rocky, <laughs> where, he, where he fights the Russian. Yes, it was. Wait, no, that was yes. Rocky 3. No, that was Mr. No, T. Rocky, Rocky 3 was Mr. T. Oh, that's Rocky right. 4 okay. is, is, yes. is uh, I would say is, Rocky uh, 3 and Rocky 4 were my favorites. Yeah. Rocky one and two are pretty fantastic. Yeah. Though. Okay. All right. So that so you you have finished with ten thousand and thirty one points. All right. So I do win this week. You do win this week. Yes. Oh well. What do you know? Hooray! <laughs> uh, now uh, I hope you. Would... I won. You got the vuvuzela going. I like the vuvuzela. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. So uh... you know what? <laughs> I think being a loser last week bothered me more than I thought. When Patrick buys your house, his sellers say... That was easy. You're listening to the What A Week Radio Show with Patrick Wiscombe. Presented by SellUsAnyHouse.com. America's best house buyer. 888-9-ANY-HOUSE. 888-926-9468. We'll be right back. Nope, show's over. Thank you for listening. We really do appreciate it. I'm Batman. My ear holes are too large. It's hideous. My ear holes are so large. If a man comes attack you and you know kung fu, you're going to hi-yah him, right? Chickens are dying every day, people, at churches, Popeyes, and Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Have a terrific Have a good week. one, guys. Thanks. See ya.